0: hello welcome to graining traction your favorite formula one podcast my name is Paige, formula one enthusiast and i will be your host throughout the season What a rollercoaster of emotions I went through this weekend. We were at the Sao Paulo Grand Prix, which is my favourite circuit and home race of Lewis Hamilton. But man, oh man, did things not turn out the way I expected. A lot of tears from me and a lot of doubts from Team LH this weekend, but smiles all around for Max Verstappen, Lando Norris, and even Alonso's fans because they came out victorious this weekend. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Graining Traction. All right, before I go into the heartbreak that was this weekend for me, I thought I would start with a, a little bit of a background of why Lewis Hamilton is loved so much in Brazil. So, this is actually an interesting story and I'll give you the short version. So, Lewis actually wasn't loved in Brazil like back in the day. In fact, it was the opposite. So, you remember that Lewis won his first championship in Brazil 2008 by outscoring Brazilian Felipe Massa by a point. Then, of course, most Brazilians didn't like him. They saw him as the guy that denied their homeboy a championship win in a very strange year, in a very strange fashion. Did you actually know also that leading up to the race, uh, Lewis was doing some press at the time uh, with McLaren and they uh, had an interview also with these Brazilian comedians Uh, and that year he'd actually been receiving a lot of racial abuse but also during this interview with these Brazilian comedians, they threw a black toy cat at Lewis which is seen as a sign of bad luck in Brazil. They did this before the race and basically trying to put some bad luck in him trying to ensure that he came second in the championship and Massa won. Like that was very bizarre but this is just to give you the context of how they didn't really love him back in the day. However in 2016 when Lewis got his first win at Interlagos in Brazil he dedicated this win to his idol and three-time Formula One champion Brazilian Senna. He won this race while wearing a tribute helmet to Senna, and he gave a really touching speech about how it had been his dream to win in Italagos, how, you know, his hero Senna. Was the one who inspired him to race to be in formula one to begin with and i think this is when it's believed to be the moment that the love between lewis and the brazilian fans began so brazil not having a brazilian racing driver in formula one at the time decided to adopt hamilton whose inspiration for driving came from their champion and hero senna so from then onwards Interlagos has become a home race for Hamilton he even received a helmet uh, from the Senna family at one of his races there which he was really really touched about and the crowd love him they went insane for example when he started 20th on the grid to win the Sao Paulo Grand Prix in 2021 and I mean it's just been a love relationship ever since they love him so much that they decided to give him uh, honorary citizenship in 2022 which of course Lewis accepted uh, he showed up this weekend as well wearing outfits that were a tribute to Senna, tribute to Brazil. One outfit had Senna's um, face at the back. The other outfit he wore was uh, the track suit that was worn by the Brazilian soccer team of 1994 who dedicated their win to Senna uh, that year. So although he did not win this weekend, he definitely won over the crowd. They loved him. They they absolutely love him there in Brazil. He also announced that he will be spending some weeks in Brazil After the season is over and he's even hoping to find himself a girlfriend in Brazil okay so if you are single book your tickets to Brazil ASAP you never know you might be the future Mrs. Hamilton (laughs) wow wish that was me anyway anyway moving on Okay on to the race weekend. This weekend was a lot. It was the last sprint weekend of the season and I'm happy about that because sprint weekends give me anxiety and are a little stressful and confusing because you're like who was on pole? No that was pole for the sprint not quali. Wait what happened on Friday on the real quali? Like, you feel me? You're always a little bit confused as to, okay, which lineup, which grid order are we going with this time? But anyway, let's go on to the quali. Quali on Friday started off quite exciting. I think there were many variables. We're seeing different teams performing well. And I was like, okay, that's great. I really was especially impressed by the Alpha taris because I was like, where is their juice coming from this weekend? They're serious. They mean business. I told you. They have upgraded that engine, that car. I don't know what Helmut Marco did, but that car is on. But then the storm from Revelations literally came about and it was looking like the world was about to end. And that was that because then Q3 ended. We didn't get to see the showdown, that final showdown we get. Uh, in Q3 in the last minute when everybody comes out and that grid is changing we're seeing purple everywhere we did not get that it was good however for Aston Martin particularly Lance Stroll who saw himself starting P three on Sunday and this is the best starting position he's had since 2020 and I know that all of you straw haters were quiet okay and you guys can say what you want actually those of you who are not quiet you can say what you want to say about the weather situation and how Noah's Ark was about to enter the scene and that's how straw got lucky but let's remember that straw actually made it to q3 by himself. On pure pace. So he deserved to be there. So don't discredit the guy. Let's give him one weekend where we don't say anything negative about the guy, okay? I mean, he did go back to regular programming in the sprint shootout, but whatever. You get my point. The sprint itself was excruciatingly painful for me. First, because... I just feel like Lando doesn't even try to defend against Max. Like, in his head, Max is this all-time supreme god or whatever. And he bows down to him at every opportunity. I think he started that race saying, you know what, doesn't matter if I'm on pole. Max will take it the first turn. I'm just going to give it to him. And indeed, he did. And ugh, such an anticlimax for me because then then the rest of the race was just like whatever. But the other part that was whatever was the mercedes not working it was not working the car was not working i have never ever ever seen such tire degradation from them like that in my life like what was that it's like It's like I was watching the car going backwards, right? Because I was watching the lap times live and I could see both cars going slower and slower and slower in each lap, but particularly in Lewis's car. And then the most painful part for me, and no offense to him and his supporters, but the most painful part for me was when Yuki Tsunoda passed Lewis. A small part just a tiny a small part of me died inside no lie no lie i was literally in hell i was like wow is this what it feels like to burn like wow <sighs> but anyway well done to max of course lando well for not even trying so whatever and peris for getting that p3 well done to my boy checo that's where he belongs with that red bull on a podium so thank you checo for remembering who you were and fighting okay Team LH, we didn't sleep well though. We went into the race with no hope. No hope whatsoever because truly it was a dark day for us. Even Toto had no encouraging words. None, right? And Lewis basically went into that, you know, oh well, I'ma just kick it with my fans here and give them a good driver's parade because that's all the action they're getting from me today. And George looked perplexed. George was more confused that he looked like I don't understand. They said to me, I'm signing with the best team on the grid. This is a winning team. It's Mercedes. But what is going on? Why am I driving in reverse when I'm in this car? Like, he looked perplexed and shame. He really was like one of us because we also did not understand what was happening. And it was brutal. A lot of you actually predicted a Max, Checo and Lando podium or max leclerc and Lando podium and you were almost there but you just didn't get it because as we got to the race on sunday in interlagos it was insane the race start was insane well okay no not the start let's go before the start because leclerc didn't actually start can someone release him can someone release Leclerc? What has he done to deserve this? No, 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 guys. What has he done? And you know, the way he said on the radio, why am I so unlucky? Ah, shame. I felt it in my heart for him. I felt it. Even us, we want to also know, why is Leclerc so lucky? Ferrari really need to gather together and fix this. The guy has only, I think, one more season in him there. Otherwise, even I will petition for him to go to Red Bull or Mercedes because one person can only take so much you can literally see he's just like hanging on for dear life for two more races and just he's just trying to get out of there he's trying to get out of there he's trying to go home he's trying to forget about Ferrari for three months and he deserves it and I hope he's got a therapist and this therapist is working double time because that was just unbelievable I was like where's the clue and then he was just not there but anyway we then had the start the start on the start the Aston Martins were caught sleeping my may I just say on the start right they were caught sleeping by Lando and Lewis because did you guys see that that was they were goated like that was brilliant the way that Lando and both both Lando and Lewis started I was like let's go I was like yes okay this is about to be dope let's see how this race goes and then there was a crash K-Mag my boy in Albon they crashed from nowhere like and it looked like it was a very bad crash actually i was touched for them particularly alban because i think that he would have actually you know probably beaten lewis in the race today if he was <laughs> if he was on the grid i was really touched for him but also i was especially touched for the aussie duo of piastri and ricardo because they never recovered from that after that you know and i rate that they would have both actually had a good race as well and piastri potentially even challenging alonso and paris at the end too for sure had he actually managed to stay in the race so that was um that was really heartbreaking for them but then we had the red flag and the restart and i was like okay i was excited now because now it's like le, le, no wait, it was max and then lando and then lois i'm already like ooh, maybe this might be the podium right i'm excited first of all lando lando i'm always rooting for you i'm always rooting for you but Max you must understand you can be friends with Max but on the track on the track you have to challenge him you will not be a champion if your mentality is oh it's Max Verstappen doesn't matter it's Max in a red bull I'll never catch him imagine if Max went in with the mentality of it's Lewis Hamilton in a Mercedes I will never catch him no he kept trying and trying and trying and Max has now caught Lewis He's caught Lewis and passed Lewis but this is the attitude that Lando needs. He needs to get in there. Like, you know what? doesn't matter if it's Max Verstappen in a Red Bull. I'm going to catch him. Because all of his post-race interviews, he's just like, yeah, but you know it's Max in a Red Bull. So what can I do? No, Lando. Like, you just, you just let us all down. Because that restart was boring, first of all, because you didn't challenge him at all. But then, even worse, the Mercedes was just slow. First, we're like, Lewis, yay, yeah, yay. And then nothing, nothing. The Aston Martins pass, It was a disaster, guys. Like, that car again was moving even further and further back than it was in the sprint and at some point even Bono had no words of encouragement like there's a point where he was like yeah Lewis okay you can use the tires now and Lewis was like I've been pushing the tires for the past five laps like five laps bra like what are you <laughs> say and he laughed but he laughed you know that laugh when you're defeated when you're just like (laughs) i'm screwed that was the laugh that lewis did on the radio and for me to be able to laugh like that when you're going at like 300ks plus whatever an hour like it's just you show the defeat you actually that's just showing the defeat right i mean we we had the Alpines pass us, Gasly guys. People were passing us like, oh, it's the Mercedes. Don't worry about it. I'll get them just now. Like straight line. Here we go. And that it was, the car was not moving on the straight line. I don't know how to say this. The car was not moving. There's a point even when, um, was it, I don't know if it was Crofty or them. They said, it's as if the car has that, the back, you know, that parachute, the back of the parachute, like when it's pulling you, it, it was looking like that. Like the car was just not moving. And even Yuki was about to pass us, you know, yuki again no offense to yuki but yuki and while we're at mercedes george my darling george 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 stop it stop this radio scheming that is not how you win trying to bring drama uh are we fighting each other or what tell him to let me through blah blah Uh -uh. stop it okay like stop it behave because those discussions of team orders and whatnot you have those when you have a competitive car you have those when you are fighting for podium 1 and 2. Not when we're at P8. No. Who's challenging? Who's, who wants to fight with their teammate for P8, P9? No, sweetie. You need to relax. Lewis does not care about two points. I highly doubt he cares about getting two points or one point or three points. Maybe for you, coming from Williams, every point matters. I understand that. You're not used to this. But not for the seven-time world champion. So, No. It actually didn't matter. And I just don't like that. Like, it's so early in the race. you would be in the first lap and George is already on the radio. Like, relax, my child, and do what you need to do. If you can pass him, pass him on the circuit. Let's see what you've got. And, you know, then again, after talking like that, nothing happened. Nothing happened. It didn't matter in the end because George actually uh, had to stop. We had to DNF anyway. (sighs) Anyway, guys, all I can say is you will not find me out here being overhyped or overhyping this car any more i have learned my lesson and i'm just happy we only have two more races to go because i walked into this week and y'all were seeing my videos like i'm so excited i'm beside myself it's interlagos we're in brazil we're about to take the podium it's about to be our weekend and it was far from it i'm not saying anything anymore my heart can't take it i'm done i'm actually done Back to the others, though. There were other people in the race, unlike Mercedes, who actually showed up to race. I need to say first that I'm happy that Checo is back. This weekend was normal Checo. P3 in the sprint and P4 in the race. He always got the podium as well, but Alonso, Alonso, my guy, would not let it be. Fernando gave us a masterclass. Yes, I love that. I love that. And you know what? What? These people actually listen to me. I don't care what you say. They listen to my podcast because I'm convinced. Because last time I said Denny Ricardo Asian, blah, blah, blah. Lo and behold, he has been trying to perform well of late in that Alpha Tauri. Last week I said Aston Martin are suffering. And in fact, Alonzo should stop saying he'll be on the podium, blah, blah, blah. What does he go and do? He gets back on the podium. And he did it like that. Boss, I mean, Checo should have passed him because that Red Bull is a rocket, but so is Alonso. Did you hear on the radio, even before Checo caught up, he said, You know, the radio, don't worry, I'll pass him on the track because he knew because Alonso knew he is that guy. Talk about backing yourself. And Checo tried, he tried from left, he tried from the right, he tried from the inside, outside, outside, inside. Nothing worked, nothing worked, nothing. And in that moment, when he made it happen he only managed to make it happen for like stick for like a minute and then Alonso was back and that checkered flag finish had me on the top of my seat well done to the both of them actually for giving us a brilliant brilliant battle that's how it's done loads of respect and just good racing on the track that was nice and i loved as well like the little hugging it out afterwards you know that was that was beautiful thank you guys well done to Alonso for that and well no one predicted this one. No one predicted this one because we had Max, we had Lando, Mr. Well, I should call him Lando, Mr. P2 Norris, and we had Alonso on the podium. Did you hear Max, by the way? He was singing at the finish line. You know when you have dominated so much in this season, he's tired. Because how many times can you be like, yay, I've won, yay, I've won, like every week, you know, when you win like is this like, was this his 17th win or something of the season? Like, you can't keep saying, yay, you know, you don't have any more yays in you. So it's like, you know what, today, today I'm going to sing. It must be nice. must be nice to win and win and win. Go on, Max, go on and sing. You can do it. You sing, Okay. I didn't even watch the podium celebrations. I didn't. I just went to my bed and cuddled myself to sleep because that was a lot. I cried in Mercedes tears and I just slept. You know like how children sleep after they've cried. Like you just sleep. That was me. I went to bed. It's fine. Can I just say though, by the way, this making Lando the driver of the day all the time is getting old. You guys voted him driver of the day, but Alonso. Obviously deserved it for Brazil. Like, what did Lando do? Drive behind Max for seventy-one laps with one attempt and overtake. Like, how was that driver of the day worthy? No shade to him, but he did nothing spectacular. And I just think that it was obvious that that Alonso masterclass that we got deserved the driver of the day. And I hope that in the next race, people vote accordingly—not just who's your favorite driver, but who actually did amazing things. Anyway. That was a hectic weekend, a hectic race that ended with only 14 drivers at the finish line because we had six DNFs. That was insane, right? But I'm glad Brazil is over and thank God we have a bit of a break because the next race is on, depending where where you are in the world actually, the next race is on Saturday, the 18th of November or Sunday, the 19th of November in Las Vegas. This is the first Las Vegas Grand Prix and it is going to be all of the lights. I am sure of it. The city will be electric. I have no hope, however, for Mercedes. That circuit might as well be a square with all its straight lines. But I'm sure it will be an exciting weekend all around always, right? And they always make sure that these American races are like crazy they go all out for them let alone for a vegas one so i'm excited to see if aston martin will continue with their renewed confidence after they've dished their upgrades well done on that i want to see if mclaren will continue to shock us as well and will max be crowned the first ever las vegas grand prix winner who will be we will see in two weeks that is it for today lovelies. I cannot wait to catch up with you again after the Las Vegas Grand Prix where we'll discuss that race and I will continue to give you little bits of Formula 1 knowledge. Please follow me on all my socials. It's at F one Thank you guys so, so much for joining me today and I am sending you only good and positive vibes wherever you are. Bye.